You're now listening to the Thousand Story Podcast, presented by Thousand Story. Welcome to the Thousand Story Podcast. We are your hosts, Najee. And Luis. And today is a conversation about doing and being and doing and being, otherwise known as doobie doobie doo. <laughs> it's a conversation about life. It, it actually is. And how to live it, really. really. How to live it. So as freelancers, as creators, anybody who does not work the traditional nine to five mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bears the responsibility of creating your own schedule and keeping yourself adhered to that schedule. Knows the woes of doing that. Creating and, your own schedule. And, creating your own schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and how often difficult it is to stick to one schedule or even just make one. It's it's I, I think the hardest the hardest part is like so when you have a job, you're supposed to be somewhere at a specific time and someone's there to be like are you doing, doing your job? Or you're fired. Or do it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're freelancing, you could do it whenever, which is a blessing and a curse. It really <laughs> is. It ultimately is. It is. And, and one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because I know well, from experience that, you know, I am a workaholic. I have a habit of just focusing in and digging in until a thing is done. And... <laughs> I will not sleep or rest or, you know, cause detriment to myself in other ways until, until I get this thing finished. And it's, it's incredibly important to understand and really embody the concept of Mm. being and not doing and, and breathing and enjoying life outside Mm. of this passion. Because, you know, with, with, especially for people just making the switch over to um, full-time creativity or full-time freelancing, you know, there's that stress. It's a grind. It's yeah. constantly finding yeah, clients. Yeah. It's, it's constantly making sure you're not going to starve for the next week or month or year or whatever the case may be. So, you know, there's obvious hesitancy to not doing things. But I think we've lost the, the level of, of understanding needed to realize its importance of just not doing mm. things and mm-hmm. being able to just recollect and and go off and, and balance, you know. There, there really is a lack of balance when you're first starting out. And it's hard to kind of figure out what your own balance is. Yeah. There's so many ways to, you know, figure out what your own pattern is and what works for you, what works, um, you know, for your your biological schedule. Um, but also what works for other people in your life that you want around, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so easy just to be like, you know, I'm busy or I'm working or prioritize yeah. and make a schedule that, allows you to not see anybody because you can you could just disappear into your work if you yeah. want to it's yeah. super easy to do it so for me i 
I think it's important for creatives or or 20-something entrepreneurs to understand the value of being, not only for the sake of just relaxing, but also because of the value that it imparts on you being able to create, to create, to actually accomplish the do. You know, it's essential to be able to come back or just step back from your work and and reflect upon it and actually, you know, be able to observe what you've done rather than just constantly be in it. It becomes so easy to really drain yourself of you know, your own creative flow or your your own juices or really because, I mean, where, where a lot of creativity comes from is experiencing life. Yes. So if you're not experiencing life, what are you doing? Then what are you doing? You know, like, because that art and, and, and creative endeavors are really an extension of the things that you experience and how you exactly. live, you know. And if you're just a hermit and you're working all the time, not going to new places or meeting new people or you know, genuinely just relaxing for a moment and breathing, you know. It it kind of brings that sense of life back to your work, back to your your life. But, you know, it's also important because, uh, you know, I just, I don't understand how people can't breathe. Like, like how people can just go endlessly. I mean, yeah, I do it myself, so I I guess I should understand it, but I still don't. Like, I, I don't understand why there's this immense drive or importance to get things done immediately or get things done constantly. I think that's part of our our, our um, current, I don't want to say like predicament, you know, as far as our, our age group. You mm. know what I mean? We're living in a world where everything is immediate. We're living in a world where nothing stops, really. There's no moment where people go home. You know what I mean? Mm. Like something is always being done, you yes. know? Um whether it's, you know, even here, like in New York, New York is the city that never sleeps. Right. You know what I mean? There's people constantly doing things all the time and it's easy to feel like you're falling behind. Oh, so. You know, and to, but I think one of the, th- the things that I've told myself is, you know, I try not to stress so much before I used to, I should mm. say this, I used to stress a lot about, uh, oh, I'm not doing enough right now. Or I should be studying a lot more or mm. I should be working a lot harder than I currently am, you know? But everything, everyone is on their own schedule. Everyone mm. is on their own time. You know? Yeah. I mean, people, there are presidents that were 40 when they were presidents, and then there are presidents that were 70. Right. You know? <laughs> and it's just everyone has their own schedule that they're kind of following and their own timeline. And and, and I think it's the worst, one of the worst things that you can do is really stress yourself out about, oh, so-and-so is famous at 19 or like successful at 19 or something, you know, and I'm not, what am I doing with my life? That just adds more detriment to, to your work and to your own focus. Um, It just really pulls you away. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I find that especially in the, in the music field or any sort of field where highly skilled field, I'll say, um, where, you know, like your skill is almost like a direct representation of yourself or what your work ethic would be like. You mm-hmm. know, if, if you see somebody who's a skilled basis, you know, they put in time and yeah. effort to that. And then you see somebody who's a skilled basis at 12 and then you instantly feel this like, what am yeah. I doing yeah. with my life? I should quit music now. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> and then you realize if you actually think about it, those children are living some of the most not unfortunate lives. I'm not going to say unfortunate. Obviously, there's some fulfillment in yeah. doing it. Yeah. But one, you oftentimes you have, I'm not going to say, again, this is not like, I'm not going to overgeneralize and say that, you know, all parents kind of do like some sort of overarching agenda for their children. Right. But oftentimes you'll find that when you have a child at such a young age, 
go into something that seriously, yes. that passionate, that's usually the, the parents kind of, yeah. yeah, at that level, that's usually the parents kind of pushing some sort of need for excellence in there yeah. or something like that. Well, living know? their, their like halcyon days, their golden right. days, you know, through, yeah, through it, their child. Yeah, that's yeah. where you see um, like like the little pageant girls or what, what was yeah, that? What was yeah. that one show? Oh, with Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, with Honey and, Boo Boo. Uh, like that's a thing that exists, yeah. and that's a problem. It is, you know, and that just that that's like a huge, I guess. It's it's like a cautionary tale. A you cautionary know? tale. Be okay. careful to allow yourself, allow your children, allow, allow your you know to space be, for to be, exist, being. Yeah, because yeah, you can lead yourself down that path. Yeah. so easily, but you know. Back to the point of, you know, kind of, you don't want to compare yourself to anybody other, like any other person's trajectory, especially in this field, because it's so easy. There there are so many talented people yeah, yeah, in yeah. the industry. There's going to be people better than you at something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you can either stress about that fact <laughs> and, you know, just be depressed for the entirety of your career because somebody's always going to want up you. People are yeah. always going to want more. People are always going to want something better. So somebody is always going yeah. to be better. It's just I think, a fact. I think it is, I think it is like, like you said, kind of cautionary in a way, but also the beauty of of the field that we're fields that we're in you know the creative fields is that you have people that are doing vastly different things mm. and you can't compare them you can't. you can't compare yourself to another artist because you're not that other artist mm. you know what i mean and it's it's you're making something completely different and that's that's i don't know not tailored to you but you know custom it's you're creating that mm-hmm. you know and and you're out of your experiences during your b phase <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you're doing and that you're creating, you yeah. know, and nobody else is doing that. And so I think I think we need to take more pride in that, you know, because you it's so easy to get lost in in oh man, so and so, wow, like that that thing that they did was just amazing. It blew me out of the water, you know. Right. I mean? You never know. Those people could be thinking the exact same thing about you. Oh, absolutely. Just not saying anything. You know, what's what's funny is it's like with when you when you, when you start comparing yourself to the other people, like mm. for example, um well, why why would I choose to live in Erie? You know, yeah. why would I why would I choose to stay here rather than go to like New York or LA and do the grind? Never mind it being like busy cities or anything like that. Right, but right. like why would I not put myself in a position of quote unquote success by mm-hmm. being in the environment that I need to be in around other musicians and other, you know, opportunities, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm here is because I need I know myself at this point and know that I need an environment where I can just be. You know, if you're if you're yeah. in New York, one, it's it's dumb cheap to live in Erie. Yeah. And and two, it's quiet. And yeah. and I'm i we're fortunate enough to live in a space where we have the you know, the the equipment and tools and, and the space to yeah. actually just work and, and, and be create and, yeah. and create. So I am always gonna prioritize that. I'm always I was gonna prioritize being able to do those things wherever that is. I don't need to be in New York or LA or or, or yeah. wherever yeah. else to, to accomplish that. And you know, for me, if if you if I were to look at it objectively, this would be you know this would be me getting comfortable, and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily that I'm getting comfortable here. I'm I'm here for a purpose. My purpose in Erie is to be able to just you know build build up the the following, build up the music, et cetera, et cetera, and it's a space that allows me to do and yeah. be at the same time. Those mm-hmm. are my priorities when I when I'm choosing a place. If I was in New York, if I were in L.A. I'm always going to be concerned. It's just stupid expensive. Yeah. And I'm always going to be Oh, concerned. you have to. I mean, otherwise you're not surviving because like the, the the thing with living in cities like that is 
yes, it can seem successful mm. to live in New York. Oh, I live in New York I'm City. Making, I'm, doing I'm making. It. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, but then, you know, your rent is what. For like for what a kind G of space? You know for, what I mean? For a closet? For a closet? <laughs> you know, and 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 you're not even in the city. <laughs> like, and, yeah, you're you outside know? of it with yeah, like exactly. three other people who want you dead. <laughs> and then it's like, and then you know, when you think about like a practice space, like as a musician, you know, you need a spot where like you can play music loudly, yeah. or if you're going to play live at all, you know, and to do that with neighbors. Everywhere, you know, and and just and to have, possible. yeah, it's, it's almost impossible. So you, you got to get a studio. And yeah, then, and then you, exactly, and, and that's then that another, costs money. Exactly. So it's like, why would I do all this just for the sake of what's supposed to happen or what I should be doing? Yeah, right? I'm like, nah, no, no. Let me step back. Let me, let me do what I need to do here and, yeah. and, and allow myself the space yeah. to be and just breathe. And I think that's been one of the most helpful things in, in furthering my career, in furthering anything that I do, because mm -hmm. I, I allow myself that priority. You know, I, I prioritize that. I prioritize being in everything that I do, or at least I try to, uh, you know, you know, as far as yeah, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. But I try whenever I can to prioritize just being and existing. You know, that's why I like if, yeah. if after, at the end of these episodes, or at the end of the, the ads, you know, I try and make an effort to not do things or not type out <laughs> as or like, or like questions or, or yeah. mix a track or something like that, even though I want to so badly. And oftentimes I will. Oftentimes I won't, too, because I need yeah. to be able to just relax. I need to be able to just shut down, like, for a shut down and actually just take a moment to absorb what happened that day. Like we, we get a lot done during yeah. the day. Oh we yeah. don't realize it. And yeah, it's yeah. just, it's, it's important to just notice that because otherwise you'll just constantly feel like you're, you're never doing enough. They, you're always playing catch up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and, and in a sense, I mean, I don't want to say you are, but like the world never sleeps. Right. So people are always doing something and you know, the thing is, what New York is is or LA is, you know, what six hours behind, three hours behind, mm -hmm. uh, three hours behind, three hours behind. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Why I said six. <laughs> I was thinking Spain. I don't know Spain. why. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, LA is three hours behind, and they're still doing stuff. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. Just because they're a few hours behind doesn't make them less productive or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know it's a weird, weird thing to say, but like, in all reality, we're all we're all doing things at all points in time. So taking a breather for a moment is not going to kill you. <laughs> right, right. We'll be it's right. not going to stop you from doing work later on. You know what's funny is that I think L.A., <laughs> I would actually never live in L.A. For, I couldn't. But, but for me, it's they have that B mentality. They they really do. Just only be. <laughs> a lot of times people have that just be mentality. Man, maybe you know, I should go to L.A. then. No. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of it's weird. Like a lot of people just like... The mentality there yeah. is very lax, and you know, it's good. It's interesting because New York is very do, very do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very different mentality. That's why you can have such differing, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, opinions and, and personalities from West Coast, East Coast. It's a very different headspace. It's a very mm -hmm. different you know, living space. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, LA was, LA was fun. You know, I definitely like going there just to, to. I got a bunch of work done. I was literally in a studio every day mm. but then i also had time to just relax and hike and explore nature yeah, and that, yeah. that was like for me that was a really really nice balance I, I was i was in you know woods for you know half of my time there yeah. so it was really nice it was a good recharge yeah. yeah yeah definitely even though i was exhausted it was still yeah. <laughs> it was still was refreshing in that sense mm -hmm. it was it was a moment to just enjoy where i was yeah yeah and i, th I think more people need to 
or more of us need to remember yeah. to find way. Well, obviously, you don't have to go off to LA if you can, if you can't afford a ticket or something like that. You know, don't. You know, I'm not saying you know just be wanton and, and spend gluttonous amounts of money just to be in. The, but no, take a moment, find ways to kind of find something you enjoy and just enjoy it. Yeah. You know, like take an hour, read a book, go to a go to a park. Something. One of the things that I've that has always stuck with me is I so in in Twin Peaks the show, there's this line that um, I'm pretty sure it's like Agent Cooper the main character says, but he says like one take one moment every day mm. to just kind of surprise yourself in a way. Give yourself a gift. I like that. You know what I mean? And just surprise yourself. Like it could be something as small as like having a cup of coffee or going for a walk mm. or just something that like kind of takes you out of your normal routine and just makes you kind of notice life for mm. a moment. You know what I mean? It makes you stop, smell the roses type thing. What do you consider success? When you, when you think of the word success, so what my, pops up in, what, yeah. that's a good question. My definition of that, has changed immensely. Originally, I think I, it's an important conversation. It's a very important yeah. conversation, especially in the whole do be context. Yeah. Um, so originally, my 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 I, well, I, I can't date back to my first version of success. I don't really know what it was, but um, <laughs> you know, as far as as far back as I can remember, <laughs> you know, as far back as I can remember, I always considered success. You know, being successful or like you know having money, having having the house, having, you know, be able to just like, yeah. thrive, et cetera, right. et cetera. And those are things that successful people have, sure. But for me, the definition has changed over time because the priority has changed. So right. success to me now would be, you know, doing small things successfully every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, basically being successful to me is not just, you know, the, it's not monetary necessarily. It's not. It's yeah. not some external goal. It's finding a sense of accomplishment and a sense of um, you know, progress every day. Right. You know, finding some small thing to do. You know, even if it's like I'll write out like five or six things on my whiteboard, even if they're just menial, like brush your teeth or you know, clean the dishes, clean the yeah. dishes. You know, though you want, but you, I always put like maybe like one or two important things on there that yeah. need to happen that week. And if I can clear out those four or five menial things, it kind of, for some reason, you kind of trick your brain into thinking that you've accomplished something grand. You know, mm-hmm. You've just seen the check marks. Like, oh, like, make oh, your bed. Like, ooh, I, yeah. I just did all that. Like, <laughs> yo. And the thing is, with that, doing that every day, you find that you feel more successful because yeah. you are being, you are successful. You're successfully accomplishing tasks. You're successfully accomplishing what you set out to do for that mm-hmm. day. And if you do that every day, mm-hmm. I would consider that success. Whatever yeah. your your goals are, as long as you are completing them successfully, yeah. that's success to me. Yeah. So, if, you know, if your goal is to, to you know, make a million dollars by the time you're 20, mm-hmm. then for me, success would be, you know, every day, one, saving up, maybe like finding a way to save $5 in your bank account or just find a way not to spend it or find a way to make $5, yeah. right? Or 
um, say even if it wasn't money. So say your version of success was finding a way to conserve um, water in your town, right? How do you even go about that? The first thing you could do that day would yeah. be research it. You know? Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Figure out what what uh, what you need to, or what communities already exist in your town. Yeah. And then every day communicate with some of those people. Yeah. You know, it, those are just small versions of success to me. It's mm-hmm. not really tied to any one specific One big thing. specific just, thing, yeah. Yeah. I always really thought it was before or prior. I think, um, like yourself, like when I was younger, yeah. you used to think of like, oh, you have a lot of money and you got a nice car and you got a nice right. house and all this stuff. That's success, man. Like that's you've made it. That's it. You did bro. it. You did it. That's it. You know. <laughs> um, and I kind of started going down that path because I, you know, I graduated college mm-hmm. and I was just kind of getting into just working, you know, and uh, the jobs that I had, like I made quite a bit of money from them. Yeah. And um, so I had all money and I kind of didn't really know what to do, you know? He's like, I got money. Because I just, yeah, because I'm like, oh, I got a bunch of money. Like, yeah, I'm successful. Like, I can do stuff with it. You know what I mean? Right. And then you just spend it drinking or like something stupid because I don't know. Just goes. What else? Yeah. What else is there to do almost, you know? And I, I found after a while of just kind of doing that, uh, often and and infrequently, I was like, I feel like maybe I'm just not happy, mm. you know. And then I kind of started looking at my life, and I was like, well, what's what's the point of having all of this money and, and doing all this stuff? You know what I mean? If if none of it is making me myself like within me happy at all, yeah. if I just still hate going to work every single day, or like you know what I mean, <laughs> slaving away for like no apparent reason and and all this stuff. And so for me, I kind of, I had to drop that lifestyle and that, mm. that comfort, comfortability um, to kind of just pursue my own passions, you know? Mm. And to me, I, I think that was when I was like, okay, so success to me means pursuing your own happiness. Mm, absolutely. You know, like daily, day in and out. And then, I mean, like you'll have, you'll have sad days and stuff. Honestly, and it's yeah. definitely not that. But, you know, if you're not living your life, I guess, the way that you would want to, it's almost like, well, what was the point? Absolutely. You and know? I think that's that, you know, we were, we were, we were going to talk about this later, the, you know, how happiness is the new form of productivity. Yeah. But, yes. but more than just productivity, you know, happiness is, is so essential, you know, and how often we neglect it. Yeah. Again, going back to the doobie-doobie, yeah. you know, we say we got to do this thing so we can be happy. Yes. Or, or you could just pause and, and be happy. Be happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can do, yeah. but also remember to find ways to be happy. Yeah. And a lot of people don't do that. They don't know. They don't know you're allowed to do that. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, if you're, if you're starting a career, you're starting uh, trying to gain a following, yeah. you know, the grind is the respectable decision, you know, the, it, just doing and, yes. and it's being seen yeah. doing those things that is supposed to bring you happiness because, you know, now people know yeah. I'm doing this thing. But what happens when, if it doesn't work out or yeah. if, you know, you go in a weird direction and all of a sudden you feel like you failed? Does that mean you were doing the wrong thing? No. no. But it just means that that thing didn't work out. So you spent all that time kind of concerned with somebody else's representation yeah. or, or perception of it. And now you're feeling worse about something that you don't need to feel bad about. Yeah. You can just keep going. Enjoy yeah. your time. Enjoy the the lessons that you learn and, and what you what yeah. you kind of built in that time. And use it, that with something else. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I, I personally, I think trying in and of itself 
is successful. Absolutely. I mean, if because there are so many people that aren't doing that. So many people who are, like, you know, tell you, like, when you're younger, like, oh, man, I was, you know, really wish I could have done this when I was younger. Right. You know, but now I'm just working this job and da 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 da, da you know? Right. Or not, yeah. not talking hate on any of those people. No, no, you know you're right. Because, yeah. like, it's circumstantial for sure. But, you yeah. know, I, I definitely saw myself, like, 30, 40 years down the road. And I was just like, I don't want to say that. I don't yeah. want to be like. Oh man, like I, I wish worked. I could have tried. Right. You know, I wish I just could have, you know, and, and that's like a lot of people don't allow themselves to do that because of their fear of their meaning of success. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. in most, for most people, monetary. Yeah. yeah. So then that begs the question, you know, this is not a conversation to hate on monetary success or avoid it. <laughs> yeah. You know, happiness can be monetary success. Yeah. It's not, it's not what the, you know, the takeaway from this is it's, it's that, you know, you have to understand and allow yourself to, you know, accept your own happiness or accept right. your own form of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really want to get that money, that's something that drives you go for it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but if you really, really want to just sit there and make art, find ways to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Make, you know, don't let the society or anybody else tell you, you shouldn't do that. Or, you know, you're not going to have enough time or enough money to enjoy the other things you want to enjoy. Enjoy what you want to enjoy yeah. in the moment. Like we're, we're here for yeah. a finite amount of time. Use it yeah. happily, you know, use it enjoying your life and making others, helping others enjoy life if you want to. But it, it's, it's mind boggling how many people forget that you can be happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, obviously you might be wondering or whoever listening, you know, like how do you actually implement this, this kind of methodology, mantra, the methodology of, of do, be, do, be, do. Like how do you make that a priority when you have bills to pay, when you have kids to feed, et cetera, right. et cetera. And it's very doable because it, there is no one single one. There's never a single way to do anything, but there's no, you know, there's no maximum or minimum amount of doing or being that you have to do. It, everything is modular and customizable to your schedule and your needs. Right. Um, so even in the midst of having, you know, three kids to feed and, and two jobs to take care of, you can find five minutes in a day to breathe or, or yeah. find meditation or read it. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate yourself. You know, yeah. there, there are several opportunities every day to be able to, to be. The problem is that we're so busy doing that we don't get to notice them or feel bad for noticing them or are told we can't notice yes. them. You know what I mean? I think, I think that was one of the biggest things that was kind of hard for me to, um, to really like get into when, when, when trying to start starting to do this method, I guess, mm. is, um, Feeling bad for doing nothing yes. for a moment. That's going to take time to get it, over. It takes. It took me time to just kind of be okay with like, well, I don't really feel like doing anything. Because when you don't feel like doing something, mm. you know, or, or you've gotten to the point where it's just like, I, I just can't, you know, yeah. you're going to half-ass it. Absolutely. You're going to do a terrible job at it. So bad. You know, so why not take a moment to recharge, catch your breath. And then go back at it, you know? Yeah, I think that would be, that. that's probably the most important information. So whenever you feel that urge to, to feel bad about where you're at or like you, mm-hmm. you, know, you just don't have that energy, listen to it and don't tell yourself, oh, this sh- I, I shouldn't be doing this. Be like, wow, I'm tired. I should listen to my body yeah. and, and take a moment to breathe. And obviously... I still have the motivation and desire to do this thing, but I can't do it yet. 
But when I do have the energy to do it, I'm going to be so ready and yeah. so hyped for it. And it'll get done exactly the way I want it to be. But yes. I can't accomplish that right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that conversation, that dialogue is going to take time to build. Yeah. You know, that that's not something that happens in a day. But find small ways to start incorporating that dialogue into yes. your, your habits. So, right. you, you know, whether it's, you know, you're working on an essay or something. Do it and instead of trying to just bang it out in one night. Mm. Try to start a little earlier, right? <laughs> start a few days earlier and, and kind of do it in chunks rather than say, I'm just going to, you know, just see what happens. And you, know, you, you could just see what happens and just free write. And yeah. see, you know, that's great yeah. to do that. Um, another good way is to kind of set yourself a timer almost, like maybe, maybe 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour, whatever mm-hmm. your interval is. Set yourself a timer so you know that you can get a bunch of work stuff like done in this amount of time. You can shut off the phone, shut off the laptop, or well, if you're using the laptop, shut off the, the Wi-Fi, I guess. But find a way to make that interval, which is just a dead focus interval. And then once you're done with that interval, give yourself 20 minutes to breathe yeah. or, or 30 minutes to breathe even. And that may seem like a lot, say, if your interval to, to work is only 20 minutes and you give yourself 30 minutes of a break time. Mm-hmm. That may seem like a lot. And it might be. But the problem is, is that that might be that for somebody else. But that mm-hmm. might be what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, that is something that you have to accept about yourself. Yeah. Figure out what your interval is and figure out what you're okay with and what your body and what your mind requires to actually do good work. There is actually something um which I I'm sure you might have heard of before hmm. but the Pomodoro method. Oh, so the Pomodoro familiar. method was um was created by this guy named Francesco Cirillo. Hmm. And um he basically okay, so he was like studying for university tests and like cramming for exams or whatever. Hmm. And um he just kind of found that he kept getting distracted. You know, right. when, he, when he was, oh, this is my time to study. And he would study like hours on end. You know what I mean? Right. And was, wasn't able to really retain much because he wasn't focusing during the times that he right. was supposed to be studying <laughs> because he was just studying for like hours on end. And like, who can do that really? You know? So he grabbed a kitchen timer and just set it for like 10 minutes. And he kind of did this doobie doobie doo method where he would focus on studying for like, 10, 20 minutes at a time or mm-hmm. whatever, and then reward himself with like a little break of like five minutes. So then, right. you know, now it's effectively called the Pomodoro, meaning the tomato mm. uh, method. Um, but I've actually done that with other things in my life, like um, making music, for example. Mm. So I'll have a phase where I'll just, okay, so this will be like me creating with this specific instrument and I'm just going to take 30 minutes and whatever happens, happens. Right. I'm just going to do it, you know? And then five minutes of just messing around with something else, you know, and just kind of like yeah. breaking my whole method up instead of just kind of aimlessly like going through. Like make music. Yeah. Like, just what like, does that mean? What am I even doing? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I, I found that even on a micro level or macro level that it's, you can definitely apply this, you know, to, to smaller instances. It's and, and also just life in general, mm. you know? Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's I nowadays I kind of know myself enough. I, I don't really need to set timers or whatnot. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I, I have the opposite problem where, you know, I find my well, I don't find myself being too much, but I I, I guess it isn't the opposite problem. I, I I tend to work too much. I tend to do mm. a lot. Mm. And you know, so 
I don't really have the problem of, of focusing. Like I don't have an issue focusing on something. Like that's yeah. that's never my concern. I'm never like I need to go take a break or I'm like stressed. Like I have to remember. I I have to set time limits just so I don't like kill myself from overwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I'll tell myself, okay, you have two hours to get this done because you got a show to watch. Like mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you know, like it's it's not because it, this needs to be done. But you need to stop doing it. You need to you need to pause because you will burn yourself out. Yeah. And you know, for for me, I know that that's my you know I have the capability to go work on hours on end. But I have to I have to accept the fact that even though I can do that, it's it's detrimental to my health. So I have to you know take moments to just breathe and, and talk to some people or just you know just relax yeah. for a moment. And you know, so for me, those intervals end up being like I'll work for maybe like four or five hours at a time because mm-hmm. I have no issue just going in. Like, yeah, I'm definitely a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love being, you know, and I love existing and experiencing and mainly traveling. I love traveling mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, and, and I find it uh, difficult to, I don't want to say difficult to like want to work on something, right. you know, but I sometimes I think it's, I, I end up getting distracted very easily mm. from whatever task is at hand, you know, um, just because I think that there's so many other things, <laughs> so many other cool things, you know, to do. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's it. That's, yeah. that's yeah. good. I mean, I have the, I have a, I'm going to say like a similar difficulty in, in mm. that, like when I am working, I can think of like eight other things that I could be working on. Mm. Or I can think of any other things that I could just not be doing. Or like, like I have like lists of shows or lists of of songs yeah. I want to hear. Or like, yeah, I have a bunch of things that are running through my mind all the time. So I just have to, I have to like prioritize and like choose like two things to to look yeah, at yeah. that day. You I know? think that really goes back. To, I don't want to say like the wearing all the hats conversation, oh, yeah. but no, it really does. Absolutely, yeah. You know? and, and so going back to the 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 doobie doo kind of thing. Um, with me, you know, so once you start defining your limits on like a small scale, start defining yeah. them. I, I I started defining them on a bigger scale. So I started increasing, like trying to apply it to every situation possible as far as, far as my schedule went. So, yeah, you know, when I'm working, I do like four or five hour chunks and then take the rest of the day off or something like that. Or now, now thinking on like a weekly scale, then I'll be like, okay, I know four out of these seven days I'm going to be working. And those three days, even though it's three days I could be working on something, I am doing nothing. Like, yeah. I am dead to the world. Today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and then yeah. I go on a bigger monthly scale. So I'm like, okay, I know I need these projects done this month. So I can spread this. I don't have to do all of this at the beginning of the month. Yeah. I can literally spread this out. Like, I have the time mm-hmm. to do this kind of intermittently throughout the month mm-hmm. and I can relax and breathe. Mm-hmm. And even through, like I said, and, uh, just keep, yeah. keep increasing it until I can find ways to kind of incorporate the doobie doobie doo. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. I'm constantly. I mean, even if your if your doobie doobie doo method is like you know, like doing something like getting everything done at the beginning of the month, mm-hmm. and then just being the rest of the month, I, I that think works I, too. Like really, whatever is is good for Absolutely. you. Absolutely, know I mean? yeah. I think I think the reason why I have to go like intermittently is because you know like I have that do issue where I, yeah, I yeah, work yeah. too much, and not even because I don't want to be, and because I I genuinely want to be, but because I'm kind of a perfectionist and I will like obsess over a thing until it's done because I know it could be done. 
And that, that's hard to yeah. kind of like let go of. That's hard on art sometimes too, because oh, it's like, it's, it's, it's never perfect. It's, <laughs> it's never perfect. perfect. It will never be perfect. Yeah. But, you know, me, I'm like, I will get it as close to perfection as I can at this point in time. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's just, it's not a flaw. It's a, it's a yeah. curse and a blessing at the same time. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I have to keep in check. And I keep in check with the doobie doobie doo method. Um, and, it, you know, even saying that the doobie doobie doo method, I can't even remember where I heard it. I think it was, it was from, um, it was from this one quantum physicist randomly. Um, it was in like this metaphysical documentary, uh, just about like the earth and, and what consciousness is or something like that. And it, I think his name was uh, Dr. Amit Goswami or Gas, Gaswami. I, think. I have to remember his name. But Pastrami. Pastrami. That's terrible for me to say. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> it just popped in my head. I'm sorry. Gastrami pastrami. It rhymes. It's <laughs> sorry. Um, no, but you know, he was he was he was talking on uh, kind of like a like a spiritual level about like doobie doobie doo. But it kind of from that point, I heard it like five, six years, maybe longer than that, way longer than that, actually, like almost ten years ago, and it just kind of resonated with me. Mm. And you know, I just, I just think it's important to even start embodying it on a, on a spiritual, a mental level. You know, there are times where you can kind of do and 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 be. Well, you there, there are times where you can and do things to kind of better your happiness or better your your mood or things. But then there's times where you have to just be and let sad emotions pass through, yeah. or like you know, let yeah, yeah, yeah. let things just kind of happen mm -hmm. and rather than like try and, and do something to fix them mm -hmm. right let let them just come let them just flow through experience them and then you can let them pass yeah. through smoothly so do be do be do even applies to me on that kind of mental emotional mm -hmm. level where if i have emotions that are really upsetting or really confusing you know just let the kind of experience them sit in them for a minute you don't have to dive too deep into them but mm -hmm. just let them be there yeah and then continue doing and, and moving forward. But yeah. it's really, really helpful just to think about everything in that kind of, with that kind of uh, yeah. mindset. And I think life life is really a lot of ebb and flow. I mean, it's a lot of tides. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of just like going back and forth from from thing to thing. And and I think it's only natural to just try to, you know, live your life in, in a similar fashion. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that is it for this episode. If you have any burning questions or topics you want us to talk about, you know, hit us up on the site at thousandstory.co slash contact or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thousandstory underscore. That's an actual underscore, not the word underscore. And if you want to know about our lives outside of the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, my handle is Mr. Nashi Boy. That is M-R-N-A-J-I-B-O-I. And I go by at L Pontillo. That is L-P-O-N-T-I-L-L-O on Instagram. And at Luis Pontillo. That's L-U-I-S-P-O-N-T-I-L-L-O on Twitter. And you can find that information on the website at thousandstory.co slash podcast. Well, thanks for joining us. And join us next episode where we'll talk about Virginia and how it is truly the land of the virgins. <laughs> Well, also, shout out to you guys for reaching the end of the binge phase. Um, basically, we have made these, uh, we're going to be making these podcasts in two different chunks. So the first chunk, the binge phase, as I call it, uh, is the first eight episodes. Um, but you'll see eight more episodes coming out in the subsequent weeks. Um, so stay tuned for that. Next episode will be about Ubering everywhere. Question mark? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.